0: tongue-talking. Praise the Lord. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Uh, It's good to be here with Brother and Sister Townley and their family, and to meet you good folks. It really is. It really is. And uh, it's good to be here with my son, Brother Nathan Morton, and my wonderful daughter-in-law, Casey Morton. Amen, and I mean that uh sincerely, but it's it's good to be here. I've been looking forward to this. I understand you're celebrating uh your uh fifteenth uh i started to say wedding anniversary, but I guess you know a pastor and churches they're they're married, yeah, and they fuss too I mean <laughs> <laughs> He's got, yeah, and you—you, I want to tell you, you need to. Now, I want to tell you something before I start. The battery run down on my watch this morning, so I'm going to preach till you get hungry. No. And uh, but anyway, you need to—you uh, uh, need to really thank God for your pastor and his wife. You really do. Now, and I know that, that he travels some and he preaches out some, but because he's got a ministry that's needed uh, in other uh, places. And, and you know what? You wouldn't want to have a pastor that nobody else would want. There's other folks that would like to have him. There's other churches that would like to have him. There's other places that would like to have him. Yeah, now what if what if you had a pastor and you said, "Well, we got him because nobody else wanted him." Praise God, but uh, he, he really is. Uh, in fact, uh, he's coming to California again in November to preach at our uh, conference that we have there. We've had, this would be the third time, the third time, and I don't even believe in the Trinity. But, uh, but, but, but we're going to have him for the third time. I want to tell you, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. It's a beautiful thing when a pastor uh, and a church work together hand in hand, heart in heart. It's a beautiful thing. And, uh, and it's, 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 it's the will of God. Uh, I want to talk to you today, I want to talk to you, I'm just going to talk to you today. I want to talk to you today about uh, you and your pastor, you and your pastor. We're celebrating uh, uh, this 15th uh, anniversary. Uh, You know, church, now I've started, so you can start the clock, and uh, uh, church And uh, is our life. It really is. Church is our life. If church is not our life, then we need to make it our life. You know, when we get to the end of the side, by the way, I'm 79 years old, and I can see the end of the sidewalk. Now, what does that mean? That means life's just about over. In fact, uh, here a while back, I was in Colorado preaching, Boy, I feel like preaching this morning. Praise God! I was in Colorado preaching, and uh, I was walking down a sidewalk, and I looked, and there was the end of that sidewalk, and and then one turned that way. But if you kept walking. so you know what i done, I uh, I turned and went this way because that's a time could be a type and a shadow, <laughs> you know. Praise God. But let me tell you, in life, everybody, if the rapture don't take place, we're going to come to the end of the sidewalk. And I want to tell you, the only thing that's really going to count, the only thing that's really going to count is to have God in our heart and our families in our arms. That's all that's going to count. All these things and stuff and whatever, it's, it's going to amount to nothing. Just having God in our heart and our families. In our, let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, let's praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, church is our life. Uh, church is number one and family. And the preacher, everybody say the preacher, Preacher. the preacher or the pastor plays a big part in our life. That's right. In our life uh, as Pentecostals, the pastor should not be somebody that's way off out there somewhere and that's untouchable. Uh, The preacher plays plays a big part in our life, and we have a revelation, and I know this church does. We have a revelation of Acts 238. Now let's settle it. Acts 238 is the only way. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about denomination or affiliation or church membership. I'm talking about a Bible, Acts 238 experience. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So we have a revelation of Acts 2. We have a revelation of the oneness of God. Except you believe I'm He, you shall die in your sins. You gotta believe there's just one God in His name is Jesus. We have a revelation, and I like I, I like what I see here. We have a revelation of Holiness within Amen. and holiness without. Amen. Let me tell you Acts 2, 3, the one that's gotten holiness is a package deal. Amen. And we have a revelation of separation from uh, the world. Amen. Now we and and you know this, whoo, glory to God. This Acts two thirty eight revelation. I wasn't born and raised in Pentecost, and when I got a revelation of the ones of God in Acts two thirty, it thrilled me. But I'm even thrilled more today, some sixty years later. But I want to tell you what goes along with that revelation. For us to be saved, we can know all that and have that revelation, but we've got to have a revelation. Of a need for a man of God in our life. I'm gonna tell you, uh, the reason some folks get crossways with the church and crossways with the pastor and become like an old goat is because they don't have a revelation of God's plan of a man in our life. Amen. We need to have a revelation. Uh, we need we need it we need uh, we need to have a spiritual authority in our life. Amen. That's right. Right, right. Now you say but brother, you're 79 years old but I going to tell you I have spiritual authority in my life. My pastor passed away some many years ago but then I brought another elder into my life. but I'm to the age all the elders are about gone. And so I've got some younger men that I will listen to if they came to me and talked to me. I would listen to because I have a revelation and I feel a need for that protection in my life. Yeah, Praise God. I, I, I mean that with all my heart. Uh, it's God's plan that there be a man of God in our life. It's God's plan, Uh, and I want you this morning to catch the spirit of what I'm going to preach. You may not remember what I'm going to preach, but I want you to catch the spirit of what I'm going to preach, and uh, I found something here sometime back, and uh, I want to read it to you, and that is this. Uh, What is a pastor? What is a pastor? People are his calling. You really don't realize and understand how much this man loves you and appreciates you. I can feel it in his spirit. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, I try to be honest as I can be. I would not preach what I'm going to preach this morning if I didn't have... Confidence in this man. I wouldn't do it. I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to believe one thing and feel one thing about a person and get up and, 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 and you know, all sugarcoat it. I, I want to be saved. Amen. That's right. Uh, people are his calling. He's the man who's always there. He cushions sorrow, repairs souls, lights the way sells hope, and dispenses brotherhood. He's strong when there's a need for strength. He is compassion when there's a need for compassion. He is your pastor. And that's the kind of pastor you've got. He is part, let me tell you, uh, a preacher has to be a jack of all trades. Uh, I'm telling you, it's unbelievable what, what a preacher has to learn and know and, and, and do and come up with. And there's always something new. You've been here 15 years. Let me tell you, the I pastored one church three years. That was just getting, that was like going to school three years. And, uh, boy, they were some teachers, too. And, uh, <laughs> and And, you know, brother, I can tell you got some teachers here, too. This 15 years, the next 15 years, you may feel like you've been in kindergarten this last. Well, anyway, I'll talk about that later. (laughs) But uh, anyway, and then I passed to the next church uh, 41 and a half years. Boy, did they teach me something. It took me a long time to get out of that school. And, and, uh, but but anyway... uh, and uh, in other words, I have been there and done that. I bought the T-shirt and come home, but the T-shirt had long sleeves. All right, all right. Here, praise God. All right, he is he is a spiritual advisor and teacher and dreamer uh, and builder. He is on consistent call, night and day, winter and summer. At all hours, he is on duty, ready to serve in time of need. He's the man who's always there. He is your pastor. With warmth and feeling, he cushions sorrow. With energy and enthusiasm, he builds for tomorrow. With efficiency and experience, he handles the one and one thousand details of running uh, an apostolic church. With good taste, he handles uh, the human relationship problems that fall in his path. He's the man who's always there. He's Brother Townley. That's the man that you've got. He's flower arranger, music expert, friend. And companion, host, public relations man, fundraiser, mortgage expert, recreation director, speaker, humorist, a strong arm to hold on to in time of trouble. He's your pastor. He has the dignity of an ambassador. He has the efficiency of a corporate executive and the genuine friendliness of a good neighbor. He has a sympathetic ear, an understanding soul, a friendly smile. He knows that this is his calling, and it demands integrity and sacrifice. Amen. Praise God. He accepts the responsibilities of leadership in time of need. He's a public servant to all mankind. He's the man who's always there. He's your Pastor. Let's thank God for your pastor. Come on, let's thank God. Oh, let's thank God in Jesus' name. Come on, thank God for your pastor. Praise the Lord. Oh, let's thank the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. So, What does the Bible say, or what does God have to say uh, about you and your pastor? In Jeremiah 3.15, he said, I, that is God, I will give you pastors according to my heart. That's what the Bible says. Praise God. Now, I want you to know everything I'm going to teach a preacher to talk about this morning is biblical. Amen. And yet it still rubs some folks wrong because they don't have a real revelation of a man of God in their life. It says, he said, I will give you pastors according to my heart. God knows. God knows. Everybody say God knows. God knows, God knows us better than anyone else. And he knows the pastor that we need in our life. I remember, I remember uh, here some time ago before I retired from pastoring. Now, you notice I said, I'm re- you know, I like you folks. I, just li- I like what I feel here. Boy, I've been someplace I was ready to say amen and go eat. But anyway. But anyway, 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 what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I said retired from passion, but I haven't retired. I've just been blowing and going and preaching. And here I am in Jennings this morning. A sidewalk led to Jennings. I hope this ain't the end of the sidewalk in Jennings. I don't want to die. Poor did he die? At? He died in Jennings. <laughs> Praise God praise God. But anyway, anyway, there was a, we had a testimony service and this young brother stood up a good man. He's turned out to be a good man, good family. And he stood up and he said, you know, some folks, they just want a preacher. In other words, they just want somebody that'll bury their dead and marry their kids and and celebrate their anniversaries and preach to them, but he said, "I I don't want just a preacher. I want a pastor. And there's a difference. There's good preachers that aren't that good of pastors. But you got a good preacher. He this man's a good preacher. Now let me tell you, I, I may say some I may say some good things about him." And puff him up, but I can tell you're the kind of folks that can puff him down. So he's gonna be all right. <laughs> Praise God, glory to God. Maybe I shouldn't say puff him down, let the air out of him, or whatever you want to say. Praise God. And uh, uh, but you got a a, a pastor man he drove me around yesterday talking about that property and this and that and whatever and whatever and whatever man and, and, and I could tell his heart's in it, his spirit's in it. His life is in it. His calling is here. You need to thank God for this. I know sir I know some churches right now that's, that 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 would love to have him and his wife too well anyway we'll talk about that later <laughs> anyway anyway uh, there's some churches that I'm talking about apostolic churches that's in a mess yes, sir. you need to thank God for good leadership yes. amen. amen so you don't want just a preacher you want a a, 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 a pastor. In the book of Ephesians, chapter four, you can't preach this without reading this. It says, "Where uh, ch- uh, chapter four, verse eight, wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captive to captive and gave gifts unto men." Bible said. He gave gifts unto men. Bible said you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, we got the gift of the Holy Ghost. Bible said uh, uh, thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. Amen. And did you know that the Bible said he gave gifts? Un- this is your gift. Amen. Really, I, I'm, this, I'm in the Bible. Yes, in fact, I should have bought a big old bow this morning to put on his head. I'd had to tape it on. It will slay it to slide off. You want to be careful saying anything about bald head. I read in the Bible where they, some children come out and made fun of a bald-headed preacher, and the bears come out and eat them. Y'all got bears around here? A few. <laughs> got, I, I, some of you wives think, yeah, I'm married to no bear. Well, bears like honey. Sweeten up, babe. (laughs) Praise God. Anyway, where am I at? It said he gave gifts unto men. And he gave, the Bible said in verse 11, these are the gifts. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and pastors and teachers. Praise God. These are the gifts that he gave unto men. This is God's gift to you. And as already said, God knows what kind of pastor we need. That's right. I've pastored people and got in situations. I said, well, all I know is God called me here and God brought you here and I'm the pastor. And so God must have known uh, that you needed me. And uh, I'm trying to figure out if I need you or not. I'm, no, I mean. <laughs> Praise God. I'm telling you in this pastor, you never get out of school. There's always something popping up new. Somebody ought to write a book. It could only happen in Pentecost. There's all kinds of stories in Pentecost. And life ain't over with yet. The Bible tells us... Uh, Uh, The Bible tells him, that is, your pastor, in 2 Timothy 4 and 2, it said to him, this is Bible. It said, preach the word. This is a Bible preacher. This is a word preacher. If he wasn't, I wouldn't be having him three times back to our conference. Boy, you better not flub up. You hear me? (laughs) It said, "Preach the word. Be instant in season." And it said, "Out of season." That means, you know, he don't always. If if some of you felt like he feels sometime, you wouldn't even come to church. But it, he's got to be instant in season, out. Or if he feels like it or not, he's got a calling. He's got to do it. Praise God. It says. Uh out see it says reprove the Bible tells him to reprove whatever that means. Uh it says to rebuke. Yeah, rebuke. It said, and exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. First of all comes the long suffering and the doctrine. Yeah, I just thought of something. You know what? Uh if if you come to the church that I pastored, even right now, and uh, uh, and you may see something there that ain't right, and you may say, "Oh, that's Brother Morton's doctrine. That's what he allows." No, that's my long suffering. You're seeing. If you see some things around you say, Why don't Brother Townley take care of that? You probably ain't got none of them kind around here, but in California, we got all kinds. And and, and, uh, uh, why don't Brother Townley take care of that? Brother Townley needs to take care of that. Hey, he's the pastor. Let him suffer long. You're not seeing his doctrine or what he's allowing. You're seeing his long-suffering. Praise God. Boy. Man. Man, that's good. That's good, isn't it? Good. Praise God. Praise God. Well, and reprove, exhort with all long suffering and, and doctrine. One of Ooh, listen at this. Everybody say I'm listening. I'm listening. All right. One of the acid tests of our Christianity is when we are uh, <laughs> corrected by the pastor. Rebuked by the pastor. reprove by the that That's our, some folks have got to ask, no man's going to tell me what to do. Now, I'm going to tell you something, brother, sister. You ain't going to heaven. Right. We've got to have, this is God's plan. Right. Right. Now, this man has got elders in his life. That's right. And if he starts getting off, off track, Let me say this. As long as his life and his doctrine and his attitude is right, God expects you to follow him as he follows Christ. Hey, we're celebrating 15 years. Praise God. But the acid test is when we're corrected by the pastor. Uh, Let me say this. Some folks have got to ask. Ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do. No, let me tell you something. You wouldn't obey God if He was standing in this pulpit. If you can't accept the man of God, uh, the man, the man. This is the man. The man may not be perfect, but the plan is. Let me let me explain that. He is a human being. I do not detect from him that he feels like he's better, bigger, or more important than anyone else. He's just a human being like you are. And you say, that's why I don't I ain't going to listen to him. But the difference is he's called and anointed. <laughs> he's God's anointed. He's called to be the pastor of this church. Praise God. Now, praise God. Praise God. Let me tell you something. You may be older than him. You may have been here longer than him. But he's God's elder for this church. It makes no difference if if he was 20 years old. If he's called, anointed, commissioned to be the pastor of this church. He's the elder of this church. Yeah, well, that young fella ain't going to tell me what to do. There ain't nobody going to tell you what to do. Praise God. A real saint of God knows how to submit. Amen. Lord, I remember one time uh, I had to correct a young lady, and she's a fine lady in our church today. I mean, a fine lady. But I had to correct her, and, and when I got through, I said, now you know I love you. She said, I know it, Brother Morton, but do you have to love me so much? (laughs) Let me tell you, if he loves you, there has to be sometimes some correction and some reproving and exhorting and rebuking. That's right. But a person that wants to be saved wants to be corrected. It may not feel good, it may not feel good, but, uh, uh, but anyway, praise God. Uh, we must have a spiritual authority in our life. The Bible said that Jesus spake not as the scribes and the Pharisees, but he spoke with authority. God wants this man to speak with authority. Praise God. Hebrews 13 and 17, I'm reading from the Bible. It said, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourself. Boy, I said submit. That's the hard part sometimes. Submit yourself. Why? Because the Bible says, for they watch for your soul. Listen, this man watches for your soul. He's a watchman on the wall someplace in the Bible it called him a seer. He sees things that you don't see. If he's going to watch for your soul, every church service get your soul out here so he can watch it. Yeah, yeah, this laying out a church, boy, see, I don't really know you folks or know much about it. if I did, I could really preach. Because I preach what I know. <laughs> Praise God. And and, and 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 He watches for you so so uh you know and when you gotta miss church, uh you you need to call the man of God and say, Look, uh, we've got a, a emergency at our house, we can't make it, or so and so sick, or or whatever. You don't you don't just leave him guessing. You know, you look out there and and Hickaman Shy, whoever that is, they're not there, and and you say, what what, a, and, and you get concerned, and 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 you and you and you get in trouble if you call them, and you get in trouble if you don't call them. So call them. Yeah, it said they watch for your souls, as they must give an account. This man's going to give an account for you someday that they may do it with joy. Oh, this is brother so and so, this is sister so. Hey, one of these days there's going to be a great reckoning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They may do it with joy and not with grief for that's unprofitable. Well, let me tell you. Lord, uh uh this is Hickamachai and I hope they know Hickamachai around here. But this is Hickamachai and, and and they uh Boy, uh, they was a mess, I'll tell you the truth. If there's ever a time he's going to be really, really truthful, it's when he answers to God for you. Let's thank God for your pastor. Come on, let's raise our hands and thank the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Glory to God. Let's worship the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5 and 20, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's name. Let me tell you something. God did not come here to pastor this church. No. He sent his ambassador, who is this man. He sent his represent. He's here in Christ's stead. This is God's plan. The Lord didn't come here. Well, I'll tell you what, if the Lord is my pastor, I'd no, you wouldn't. Woohoo. If you can't hear this man, you wouldn't hear God Himself if He if He was pastor. He's God's ambassador. He's in the Bible said he's in Christ's stead. One of the marks of a good church is they know how to follow the leader. It's important. And I'll say this. I can. You folks are going to have to go into you're going to have to buy a building or build a building or whatever you're going to do. But God's got a plan and God's got a man and God will give him the plan and and and, and and whatever, follow him as he follows Christ. Amen. Hey, I, I'll tell you what. This, in case you're going to, I'm gonna tell this story. We uh, we we. One time we was building a family center, and two of the men they could not they could not get along, and. Uh, yeah, they, they, one of them just wanted to be the boss and run things and whatever and whatever and whatever. This is a true story. This ain't a parable. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, boy, I, uh, it was affecting things. So I called them in. I come into the office and uh, uh, sat down there, and they both sat across from my desk, and, and, and one of them slid up on the edge of, of his seat, He said, Brother Morton, I don't know what you're fixing to say. I don't know what you're fixing to do. But he said, I want to tell you, i got my life here. i got my family here. I've known no other. And when you get through saying what you're going to say or doing what you, I'll still be here. The other one said, if I've got to work with him, I'll take my tools and go home. I said, take your tools and go home. And he did not come back for two years. You should you should shame on you, brother. No, shame on him. I wouldn't go let that spirit loose in there. But thank God he's back in the church after two years and living for God and doing what's right. Yeah, he better be. He's about to die. Uh you better be right when you die. When you come to the end of the sidewalk, it's too late to get things fixed. That's right. Praise God. That's right. And, 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 and I remember, oh, I, don't, I didn't mean to tell this, but have I got time? No. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I, I was the brand-new pastor there. I was just a young thing, and I was the brand-new pastor. I was the new kid on the block, you might say. I had the keys to the kingdom, and, and I walked into the kitchen, and there was some ladies, about five of them. You know, I ain't going to say everything I'm thinking. Uh, there was about five of them. <laughs> there were about five of them, and so I, I walked in there, and they said, I didn't even hardly know them. I was brand new. And and they said, we're thinking about painting the kitchen. And I thought I'd give a, you know, show a little something and and I give a little suggestion. And one of them ladies turned around to me. I mean that close. She turned around, she said, I'll have you to know we have channels to go through here. And before I thought, I said, I know that. And right here's the channel. You understand? (laughs) You know what? To this day, I never had a problem one with that woman. But if I hadn't knocked that spirit in the head, I didn't say her, I said that spirit. (laughs) If I had to knock that spirit in the head, that would have sent a spirit among them women. And she's at the end of the sidewalk too. She's on her deathbed right now. But she's right with God because she listened to me. That's right. Yeah, she said, we have channels I said, yeah, I know, right here's the channel. Never had no more problems with her. Well, what did I say that for? But uh, uh, good saints wants their pastor to preach to them and to lead them in the paths of righteousness. A good saint says, preacher, preach to me. Reprove me if I need it. Rebuke me if I need it. Correct me if I need it. I want to be saved. Oh, let's worship the Lord. Praise God. I'm not I'm not gonna take time to get into this, but I'll tell you when when you can really try somebody's Bible said try the spirit, see whether it be of God or not. When you deal with some people's children, <laughs> is everybody? Boy, got quiet in here. When you deal with some people's children, boy, they're touchy. You know what? When you're touchy, I got another message, but and I started to fit in this, but I'm not. It's called, don't tie the preacher's hands. Let me tell you, when you manifest a spirit, and you go home and say, brothers, the town he preached so and so, but I want to tell you something. I don't believe that you're sending a spirit into your home. You better back this man of God. Praise God! You better, boy. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I—I'll uh, answer to God. You know what? If you can't follow this man as he follows Christ, and you don't like him, and you got an attitude, go somewhere else.
1: That's
0: right. You're, you're, you don't need your spirit here. Get your spirit right. And you might, you might say, Has Brother Townley been talking to you? No. No, 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 no. Uh, In Leviticus chapter 16 and verse 21, it talks about the hand of a fit man. The hand of a fit man. Let me say this. There's nothing like having a man of God in our life. I wasn't born or raised in Pentecost. I didn't come into Pentecost until uh, I was just turning 16 years old. Oh, I had a good pastor. I'm telling you, I had a good pastor. I had a good church. I thank God for that. I had a good pastor. He preached the gospel to me. He preached Acts 2.38. He preached the oneness of God. He baptized me in Jesus' name. I worked with him uh, uh, several years, and I left to go preaching. And when I left to go preaching, I left with his blessings. That's right. I don't know who's who around here, who's, but if you're a young preacher or God's calling you to preach, you want to make sure you've got this man's blessing. God blessed us and helped us while I was there 41 years. Turn out 23 preachers and they're good ones. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And 26, I think, or 28 preachers' wives, and they're good ones. Praise God. I won't tell you this. There ain't nothing like a sorry man. Now, that's my daddy used to say that. If somebody wasn't no good, he'd say, That's a sorry outfit. Of course, my daddy wouldn't say, He'd say something else, too, but uh, he, that's a sorry outfit. And, but I, and, and there ain't nothing like a good man in the church. Good man. I got to go home Wednesday because I. We're going to bury a good man Thursday, one of the best men I ever pastored. Good man. But there ain't nothing like a mean woman. Woo. That's a subject for another day that I ain't hardly got the nerve to preach. <laughs> Praise God. You have to ask Elijah about that. Jezebel got after his hide. No wonder he hid in the cave. But anyway. Anyway, uh, I left with his uh, blessings. And every preacher that left Truth Tabernacle with my blessings has succeeded. Everyone that left without my blessings has crashed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, It was was the hand of a, there's nothing like the hand of a fit man. My pastor, I make it a point at least, at least once a year to go to his grave and to stand there and thank God for the hand of a fit man. Praise God. I think you went by his grave the other day, didn't you? Yeah. The hand uh, of a fit man. You need the hand of a fit man upon you. We, we, we've got to have the hand of a man. Praise God. There ain't nothing like the hand of a uh, fit man. Your pastor is not a dictator. A dictator is someone that dictates their will and their way. Now, he has to make decisions that you probably think, boy, that, he's a dictator. No, he's a preacher of the word. Glory to God. He's not a dictator. Uh, people that give the man of God trouble, God's going to give you trouble. God is going to get you. If you be good to the man of God, God will be good to you. Yeah. I remember one Father's Day. Now, I'm, I'm heading for a close. Uh, uh, that don't mean I'm going to get there right now. <laughs> I just, <laughs> but, but one Father's Day when I was pastoring, a young man brought his wife and his family into the, my office on Father's Day. They gave me a Father's Day card and, but, and he slid up on the edge of his chair. He said, I want to tell my family something, my wife and my children. He said, this is our pastor. And he said, this is the man of God in our life. And I want to tell you all something. Don't ever let a wedge be driven between you and the man of God. And I'm going to say this. Don't let a wedge be driven between you and the man of God. If you've got feelings in your heart, uh, uh, you, need to, you need to come to this man of God and get it fixed, get things right. There's got to be a good feeling between you and the pastor. There's got to be a good feeling between you and the pastor. When you drive a wedge between you and the man of God, you're doing a disfavor to your children and to your uh, family. First uh, Timothy 5 and 17, and 18 says, "Let the elders that rule well be counted of, of double honor. He may be a young man, but he's the elder of this church, and uh, and." and and let him be counted, the Bible said of double honor especially they who labor in word and in doctrine. For the Scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer's worth of his hire. You know, when it comes to tithing, uh, some folks say they don't pay the tithe, and uh, they have a problem with it. Let me tell you something. If you can't trust this man with your tithe, how can you trust him with your soul? Yeah. You're putting more uh, emphasis on your money than, uh, than you are on, on, on your soul. In the book of Genesis, the musicians can come. The musicians come. Now, if I was Brother Booker, that wouldn't mean nothing, but... <laughs> You can tell him I said that, I've told him myself. <laughs> Praise God. Everybody say, Praise the Lord. Praise In the book of Genesis, chapter, there's a lot more I could teach. There's a lot more that I could preach. There's a lot more that I could say. But but I think you get the spirit of what I'm talking about. Do you? The spirit of what I'm talking about. You need to. Love your pastor. Oh, I love my pastor. <laughs> I can think about it now, and it makes me weep. There's been times I've sat behind my desk and thought, oh, I just wish he was sitting right there and could talk to me. You need to love your pastor. And let me tell you something. The devil will try to drive a wedge between you and the pastor. The devil will try to tell you. I've had saints come to me and say, Brother Morton, and they begin to tell me something that they were thinking it would no more so than nothing that I had bad feelings toward them or I didn't like them or I didn't love them. And the devil will put thoughts in your mind. That's right. He'll put thoughts. And remember, he's just a human being. you got to allow him human mistakes. That's right. In Genesis chapter 24, Abraham sent his servant into a far country. Why did he send him into a far country? To get a bride for his son, Isaac. This is God's servant. He's in Jennings, Louisiana. And from California, it's a far country. (laughs) And he's here. Seeking a bride. That's why he wants to build another building. He's seeking a bride, a bigger place to put more people. He's seeking a bride. And then it came right down. Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca. They found Rebecca to be the bride of Isaac. And they said to Rebecca, they said, Wilt thou go with? this man. Wilt thou go with this man? Wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. And so the Holy Ghost would ask us this question this morning. Wilt thou go with this man? If there's anything not right between you and the pastor, let's get it fixed. Praise. It's so important to have a right relationship with our pastor, and if he has to reprove you, reprove you ex- exhort or rebuke you, it's because of love. God puts a man in our life, and we can't. And some folks they they'll hop from church to church trying to find the right man. They'll never find the right man. Uh-uh. I thank God that you know I was born uh, and raised in a in an unsaved home, but there was authority in that home. There was love in that home. I had no problem when I came into the church. I had no problem submitting to the man because I was raised. You submit to the elders and to the leader and whatever. Wilt thou go with this man? She said, I will go. Let's stand to our feet and lift our hands and worship the Lord. Oh, let's worship the Lord. Glory to God. Come on, saints. Lift your voices. Lift your soul. Lift your hands.
1: Glory to
2: God. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank God for the priest. Who told me of Jesus? For I'd be a beggar if not not for for his His grace. grace. Lord, help me show us, Lord. Hallelujah. I pray thank God for the preacher oh thank God God for the the preacher preacher. who told me of Jesus for I'd be a beggar for I'd I'd be be a beggar if not for his grace Lord help me show others show others your love and your
1: I worship you Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Certainly appreciate the great great preaching of the word of the Lord. Amen. I think I think every person if you got family near you right now you ought to join up with them. And if you don't, you are to join with a brother or sister that's near you. Let's thank God for the role of a pastor. Thank God for your pastor today. Let's pray the blessings of the Lord upon our families, upon our hearts. Hallelujah. Upon our home. Hallelujah. To strengthen the relationship of the pastor and the congregation. Oh, God, I love you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, strengthen us together in love. Strengthen the cords of unity, the bonds of perfectness, oh, God. Oh, strengthen love. Let the love of God be shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Let every heart, God, be receptive. Let every heart, God, receive the fullness of your will and your word into our hearts and in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, strengthen us as we labor together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I praise you. I believe you to do it, oh Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Such a great word today. We thank God for it. Thank you, Elder Morton, for the great preaching of the word of the Lord. Amen. I pray that God will continue to strengthen each and every one of us. I want a strong relationship with every saint member of this church. Amen. So we can go to heaven together, do the will of God for all.